It's your boy Trav from Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, and we have a very special sponsor this week. Professional wrestler, motivational speaker, workout enthusiast, and a soldier to these here United States, Dewan O'Neill has released his very first book, Dear Dominic, which is an open letter to his son that provide a roadmap to life, paired with advice to navigate obstacles to thrive as a minority male in the United States. You can order your copy today on Amazon by searching up Dear Dominic. Yo, what's good, everybody? It is me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you are listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. And joining me, as always, are my co-hosts, Rebellious D and Trav the Trash Man Martin. How you fellas doing today? Man, I'm terrific. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, hey, with a, ca- with a capital T? Yeah, that's right. And the T stand for Trav, baby. Oh, hey. Hey, we don't need... It ain't Trash Man no more. It's terrific, Trav. <laughs> oh, I like wow. it. Earth 2. Oh, like, Earth 2. Like, Earth 2. Hey, like, <laughs> Mr. Like, Mr. like Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndor. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, yeah. Hey, it's good hearing you guys' voices. We're in the spooky season. This is episode two for uh, the spooky season of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. And uh, you know your boy, he went to the Haunted Horror Expo in Hampton, Virginia. And, uh, you know, usually we always slide in DMs, but sometimes we got to take it a step further and go beyond and go to the places plus where Ultra. our guests are going to be at. And mm-hmm. plus Ultra as well. And uh, today's guest, this man is uh, Trav. What did Enzo used to say? Hey, this man is 6'8". And you, you can't, can't teach, teach that. that. Well, hold on, Trav. I'm going to correct you real quick because he ain't 6'8". Oh, he's 6'10". He's 6'10". Six, oh, he's six, six, hey, Damn. you got to put some six, respect on my man. Hey, and uh, that is actor Robert Allen Mukes. It's like a tribe called Quest. You got to say the full thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we get into today's episode, I just want to let everybody know that there are going to be a lot of uh, F-bombs in this episode. And Trav's going to make sure that he handles that. So that way, if there are any kids listening to this, that uh, their ears won't be filled with F-bombs. And if uh, you do play Fortnite and all those games, make sure that uh, you cover your ears when you hear those F-bombs up there as well. That's right. So uh, before we get into today's episode, here's a word from our sponsors at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Yes. Golden Eat Tattoo. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard, Portsmouth, Virginia, for all your nerd-related tattoos leading the area that is miss denise and her team if you call over there and you mention leveling up banks you get 10 percent off your tattoo that number is going to be 757-465-1010 call them today you know this is the spooky season here on leveling up with benjamin banks and joining us is amazing actor very very tall I met this guy in person, <laughs> and uh, when I saw him, I was just like, yo. I mean, I've seen him in House of a Thousand Corpses, and he was tall in that, but actually seeing him in person, it's like, this man, he's huge. That's what she said, and that is Mr. <laughs> Robert. I wish. <laughs> hey. hey, man. Uh, I like the setup there, man. You guys got the, the goods in the background, and you're into the yeah, biz, man. and that's cool, man. I Sometimes I, I turn down podcasts, uh, I, as my man knows, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, I, I was intrigued with his uh, presentation and decided to do this. And it uh, looks like you guys are in the game pretty good back there. Hey, thank mm. you. Thank you. Thank and, you, sir. Uh, 
And just to let everybody know who the man is himself who is talking, it is Mr. Robert Allen Mute. And see, Robert, it's like a tribe called Quest. I got to say the full thing, man. I can't just say Rob. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You can't just say Rob. (laughs) You can't just say Rob. So, Rob, uh, the first thing that we always ask all of our guests here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks is, what is your origin story? Everybody has one. And, uh, you know, everybody that's a... origin story uh they're either a hero or a villain i butchered it i butchered <laughs> yes, it you did it. Yeah. Oh, wow. it's a story like my mother and father jumped on top of each other uh 58 <laughs> years ago <laughs> in indiana in indiana uh, indiana yeah that's where i'm from brother oh, uh, nice. i was born and raised there in indianapolis and um i was a basketball dude and uh how the acting came about is is uh it was kind of like you know, I bumped into it by accident. Mm. Uh, I played in the summer basketball leagues in Los Angeles to get my European contracts, right? Mm-hmm. And so I did five years of Europe basketball. You know, I used to get in trouble in college, so I didn't really get a chance to make it to the big leagues. So uh, playing out here in L.A. and just vibing with cool dudes and, and L.A. dudes, L.A. cats, uh, a couple of buddies of mine started telling me about commercials, multiple people. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I got tired of hearing it. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, that's from Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I ain't playing like that, right? They don't want me like that. And, and so, uh, uh, damn, that lighting is horrible, man. I got to get a, a light in front of me. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I can see myself in that little third days. That's better. Uh, so, um uh, so my friend said, yeah, no commercials, man. They don't want you. I'm like, and, and so I didn't really take any, any heart to it. I didn't take them serious. And then one day I saw this dude, uh, eating a big, a Big Mac on a Burger King commercial. <laughs> and there was a couple things that went through my mind. Like, you know, I'm like, I look better than that mother. Right. He was a ugly <laughs> mother. And I'm like, I can, I could play better because I know him from the summer leagues. I'm like, I could outball him and my woman looks better. So I'm, I'm like, I, I got all of these factors going. How did he do that? So mm-hmm. the next time I saw my guys, I was like, man, Steve's got a commercial. Did y'all see this? That blah, 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 blah. Yeah, man, I told you. That's what I'm telling you about. I was like, oh, okay. And then uh, uh, and then, so I, I did that. I tried out for commercials, and, and I think I got my third one, a Nike commercial. And it was big, man. I was playing defense against Spud Webb or whatever, right? Oh, and yeah. uh, uh, so I wasn't the main dude, but I was in there for long enough to get the money. So I thought, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> this is yes, cool. Sir. So I did that for like six months. And then I was dating this actress chick out here. And then she was like, you know, you could be an actor. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, that ain't really, that ain't, you know, that ain't going to happen for me. And then I, I was lifting weights trying to, you know, get my body heavier for basketball, whatever, getting shape. And, and I didn't get picked up that season, the next season for Europe. I was sitting out for more money, whatever. That, that's happened to me a few times. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm starting to kind of rebel out a little bit. I'm letting my hair grow long and, and my facial hair grow in a little bit. And, and then I saw this dude on the, on the uh, like, you know, you see Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. And so my, I was starting to get a little buff and, mm-hmm. and everything. And I'm like, babe, I kind of look like dude, you know. And she's like, yeah. And then there's this Dolph Lundgren. He had this movie Red Scorpion or something. Yeah. But he didn't say shit. He's just walking around with a club and in, in in this in the desert or something. And it was super simple. I'm like, I think I I think I can do that to be a character dude. So I start growing my hair long, lifting weights, and uh, 
Uh, there's this Don Gibb dude from First Blood. I'm like, God, that, you know, I, I can, I can, I can definitely hang with his style of acting. And uh, and I got lucky, and that was it, man. I, I started uh, 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 going for acting more serious than just commercials. Nice. So nice. that's kind of like the origin of of it all, of getting lucky enough to to be in the cult classic House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I like that origin story, and that's one of the things that I love about asking them is because. For one, a lot of our guests, they don't expect us to ask, like, you know, what the origin story is, like how you got into, you know, acting or when we interview voice actors and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it was cool hearing that and cool hearing that, you know, you Thank were playing you. basketball. Yeah, you're welcome. Now, you know, something that I wanted to touch on is hey. because when I when I met you in person, you know, I had told you that I was a professional wrestler. And when I was doing my research on you, I saw that you, uh, you know, put your foot in the wrestling ring. So I, I did. Yeah, like, let's talk about that a little bit. So, like, how was it getting in the ring and, you know, entering the world of professional wrestling? It was painful, right? Uh (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people say it's, like, fake, but, uh, like, when you fall on the ground, you do the bumps, it's real. And the mat flexes a little bit, but not enough to, it's not a pillow or a bed or anything. So, uh, so who, who did big back then? I mean, uh, the rock wasn't rolling yet. It was some, I saw a couple of actors making uh, wrestlers making on TV and I was still fairly agile from, uh, from basketball. So I said, you know what, what the heck, Kevin Nash, whatever they're, they're making millions of dollars. I'm like, it, it looks fairly simple or whatever. And, and so I, I went, I went to the same school as prototype, uh, oh, uh John uh, Cena. Cena nice. Yeah. Wow. Steroid that's awesome. Cena, steroid boy Cena was down there. And unfortunately, I never tried that because, or fortunately, I never tried that because that really affects your body aggressively as you mature. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I wasn't doing that. So I wasn't really beefing up like that. And and I, although I was exhausting from just exhausted from just the wrestling school, throwing my body on the ground and everything, but uh, uh, I broke my thumb. Uh, this Aaron Baker body guy did bodyguard uh, bodybuilder dude didn't duck enough on his. I slung him against the rope and he came back. He was supposed to duck and I swing above his head and he didn't duck hard enough. And I broke my thumb and I booked two rolls mm. as I was getting my cast put on. And wow. I was like, dang, that's, that's cool. So a commercial and a little independent movie. And they let me shoot the commercial and the movie with my cast on. It was kind of cool. I got a black cast and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I came back from that injury a couple months later. And uh, the first practice, I did this big, this big drop over this dude's back, and my and I didn't. My feet hit before my back did, and my mm-hmm. back, I compressed my spinal cord a little bit. I could feel electricity go through my back, so that's mm-hmm. I couldn't feel my legs for a few minutes. And laying there, I'm thinking, "Dang, this could be it, right?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I ain't yeah, even making it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, wrestling's no I, joke, I was man. rolling with commercials and shit, and I was making a living. I'm like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to be able to pull off this million dollar uh, uh, as I'm laying there with the dudes wiggling <laughs> my legs and shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't think I'm going to be able to pull this off. So I had to go to a chiropractor for a year to, to get it out and everything. And, and, and back in the day, people could like twist their necks and make their neck pop. And I thought that was strange, but n- now I can do that. <laughs> you know, you, you, know, you kind of pop your knuckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people can do that with their neck. I couldn't yeah. do that until now, until after wrestling. Mm, so that's crazy. I, I I just wasn't built for that, man. I I I didn't I couldn't aim. No, man, I'll tell you, man, it's it's serious. Like people like they say that wrestling is fake and everything. And I say that us as wrestlers, we are uh, 
we are professional stuntmen. You know what I'm saying? That's and, it. Precisely. Uh, you know, I've never hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've never shared this story before, but I'll share it now since we're in the spooky season. And you were talking about your injury when you uh, got into the ring and you were training. But when I first started wrestling, we were practicing schoolboy roll-up pins. And I was in the ring with this guy and he kept on messing up. And, you know, when it comes to wrestling, it's just like you got to keep on trying until you get it. So right. he goes for it a third time. And when I come falling back, like his whole knee goes up my ass. And, oh, fun. and bro, like I swear for like the next three months after that, like it was hard for me to sit down. It was hard <laughs> for me to weird. stand you felt weird. It's like, it's like it hurt when I pooped. And I was just like, bro, oh, yeah. like this Damn. is like this is the most pain that I've ever been in. And it's like I didn't know what to do to fit. All I ate, I just kept eating bananas and taking uh Advil. And wow. taking Advil. Eventually, Hey, eventually I was yeah. able to, you know, do things again. Take it but, off. Yeah. Hey, Take it off. hey I, t- I took it. I took it all. You know? Hey, he had a big knee too. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Well, hey, hopefully that, did, that didn't affect your uh, sexuality. No, yeah. it did not. I, yeah, okay, I am, I'm still good, but no, but it was, uh, it was crazy. It was a crazy time. Yeah. And, uh, I, I I honestly thought that I was never going to be able to sit down normally again. You're but, right, uh, right, right, but, uh, right. You know, thank God, Jeez. thank God. That, you know, my body healed, and that's my what happened. Body healed. Your bottom healed, huh? Yeah. <laughs> those guys, those guys, you know, top respect to them. They, you know, they pay the price for uh, for the fame. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, they cheat, and and ninety percent of them probably have done steroids or whatever, and and you know, I I, I think that's you know that's kind of unfair, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, unless everyone's able to do it, but then so it goes against your body so hard that I never did that. Although although I have done drinking and drugs and shit that goes against my body, but uh, uh, more power to them. And 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 I this top respect to throw your body around for for entertainment, man. It's it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And, bo- and, and boxing and football as well. Rugby, right. oh, yeah. like those, those dudes are fitting in some, some hey, serious pains for, for entertainment. Football, NFL football too, man. For yeah, the, man. for the money, that's mm-hmm. that's a tough, tough business, you know. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to piggyback off of what you were saying about the steroid thing, because I know me and you, when I had met you at the horror convention, um, we talked about like getting in the gym, you know, getting the peaks mm-hmm. on top of peaks. You know, if mm-hmm. it was easy, everybody would be doing it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I agree with you when you mentioned, you know, when you take steroids, it's like you're cheating, you're cutting corners because, I mean, like you saw like back in the day, I, I think it was either Sammy, so- not, not Sammy Sosa, uh, I think it was Mark McGuire. It was Mark McGuire. Because, mm-hmm. because remember, it's just like, you know, when they found out that he had taken steroids, like they took all his awards away. And then like after he continued to play, he wasn't the same because he wasn't on the juice anymore. So like the those juice. are the... Those are the, hey, like, hey, that's what they call it in the wrestling the business. They call it the Jews. And that ain't always place. A lot of play, you know, I didn't play baseball. You know, basketball is completely different. But I, I you know, they say, well, it doesn't affect your swing. But I, I think you could probably have a little bit of an advantage if if you got the juice in you. You know, your reflexes, your reflexes might just be a half a tenth of a second quicker than there than the ball is going. 20 more yards right yeah so mm-hmm. it, it, it's you know it, it's uh uh you know it, it's too bad that he did that and 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 when he got off of it he mm-hmm. lost it you know so yeah it is what it is i like pete rose man going on baseball mm-hmm. and the guys getting pushed now 
I heard he never betted against. I mean, to lose, he betted it. To he bet to win. Like I'm gonna, I'm, we're gonna beat that team. Right. So I, I hate that they pushed him out because yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that that's 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 legit. There, you know, not you know, it's not like he threw games. Yeah, he no. bet that he was gonna. He, he yeah, bet he that bet they that would he win. was gonna whoop their ass. Yeah, like, like, what's the problem with that? Like, they should let them in by now, man. Yeah. And uh, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but definitely, you know, it's playoff season now, so now I, I'm focused in on yeah, MLB good, playoffs. Good. But when Pete got in, reinstated a couple years back, he was oh, on he the MLB. Yeah, yeah, he was on the MLB channel, and he was up there with um, Alex Rodriguez and right. somebody else, and he was talking like, you know, swinging like. Um, like the basics. I forgot what that word is, man. You know, like the basic stuff right. that you learn, and uh-huh. and they was all like, dude, they was blown away by the knowledge Pete Rose was dropping on them. Yeah, and these guys mm-hmm. are also Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they was like, man, this guy's dropping knowledge that we ain't even know. So Pete Rose, man, he, it, he, it's, a he was a it's a shame. It's a shame. Indiana, we didn't have a baseball team. We still don't have a professional baseball team. So Cincinnati. Mm-hmm is the next closest city, probably like 130 miles away. So typically from my, you know, Indiana, people were fans of uh, Cincinnati and and, uh, and the Reds. And so when I was a little boy, he was, he was the boss. He was the boss big time, diving in for first bases. Yeah. That's well, a hero right there for you. Hey, he's still holding them records, so they, they still can't yeah, top your boy. Right, right, right. Good. So that, yeah, that's wild, man. But, um. <laughs> I was going to say, man, I, you know, I love when you, cause you know, Banks met you, right? So Banks talked to you and, you know, yeah. me and D, you know, we really didn't know what we was in for, but you know, you rolled up in here, you know, swag was on a thousand, you know, <laughs> people and, say that. People say yeah, that. and I was just <laughs> like, all right, man, this dude's smooth as, <laughs> smooth as <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I'm kind of lazy, man. I, I went downstairs. It's high. <laughs> It's hot, so I, I went downstairs and threw on a white beater, but I was almost going to do it without my shirt on. I'm like, let me stop being lazy. But I've heard, I've heard that. I, I was raised in the inner city, and, and I used to admire dudes with, you know, uh, the, the pimp type of posture right. and everything. So mm-hmm. I think it's, I inherited that a little bit uh, uh, from my youth, you know? It, it's, it's a cool style. The, the bling style is cool, although I can't afford it with two daughters, uh, one playing volleyball, hitting me for 10 G's a year. And I think this year it might be a little bit more. We're supposed to travel, man. Mm-hmm. And they're talking Probably about Philadelphia. You. We live in L.A. That's like, you know, that's that's going to be another two wax on top of the 10. So I'm like, yeah. damn it. But she's she's cold. We're looking at a big scholarship. So it's it's all good. You do for mm-hmm. your kids, right? Hell yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations, by the yeah, way. Super, super, super lucky, man. And then my big one, she uh, she didn't want to move her feet that quick. My, I, got, I got two girls. And uh, so she went heavy on the academics. And we got a 4.6. She's shooting for a 5.0, doing all the uh, volunteer work for the uh, National Honor Society. So nice. uh, that's how I far got, ahead got, she is of me. I didn't even know you could go past four. I don't know when that started because I was lucky to get a 2.0 to stay on the basketball on the uh-huh. court. Uh, I had the, the teachers had to let me slide. I'm like, one teacher tried to give me an F in English. I'm like, hold up. Uh, you, 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 you like, you, I saw you at the game. Don't you, you know, I got, I need the, I need the D, you know? Yeah, and then my, my auto mechanics teacher tried to give me a B. I'm like, hold up, hold up, chief, man. No, 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 no. I got to have an A in this class so it can balance out. We need a 2.0. Mm. 
and I was I was able to uh, make that happen. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm not academ- academically driven at all. Uh, but but I made sure my kids I made sure my kids got that right. going. So it's all That's good. Right. Yeah, for sure. Hey, and yeah. uh, oh, you know, no, I was gonna say it's not really horror related, but I definitely wanted to bring up a throwback for um we saw that you was on the parenthood and oh that was a good show man good yeah show. It was, man. we had we had ken michaels on the podcast you know and he was telling oh, us yeah. all these stories on set and i don't do you remember anything from these times man i have a couple stories to, to uh share with you guys about that show hey uh, floor is so, yours. thank you sir so um you know being raised in the inner city as i stated uh, there was a show that I liked it, that uh, Robert Townsend did called, he did an independent movie called, uh, uh, damn, his first movie, what's the name of it? They had whole cakes on in it and this, that, and the other. Was it the what dancers was, movie? No, no, no. He, 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 yeah, he, he put like 20 G's on his credit cards. He did this, uh, exploitation movie and it was super popular. And, uh, so his character name was Bobby, and Bobby was trying to be an actor. And he oh, would yeah, go Hollywood to Shuffle. Uh, yeah, Hollywood Shuffle. Yep. Is that it? Yep. yep Hollywood, Hollywood Shuffle. I, that was one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite movies from back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I liked how, you know, in the movie, he, he struggled with, with not wanting to be the dude where you, because he was an actor and he was getting roles, but he always had to play like, you know, Sugar Bear or whatever from uh, Smokey <laughs> yeah, Bear yeah. from uh, Starsky and Hutch. So uh-huh. he got tired. His grandmother was talking shit on him about doing that. So uh, uh, there was a couple of things that happened to me in Hollywood. Like, you know, when he would audition for it, his buddy was like, oh, hey, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And then he uh, uh, he got a role where he had to do that. And his grandma came to the set. And so he backed out of it. And then uh, the dude that was the extra that was like, I'm not going to, I wouldn't do that. I wasn't going to do that. I wouldn't do that. Jumped up and said, I'll do it. And uh, that's happened to me a few times. And then, uh, uh, so I really liked that movie. And I, and I, and it was one of my favorite movies back in the day. So um, that was my first speaking role. So I, I booked it or whatever. I had a couple of little lines. I'm a doorman. And the, the casting director knew me from this, uh, this uh, uh, restaurant turned into a cabaret at night which I did mm-hmm. pretty well there um, financially. Uh, he, he booked me on it and I was just playing myself, right? Mm-hmm. So I never, I didn't meet him until we did rehearsals and he was on the other side of the door. So I didn't even get the chance to shake his hand or say anything to get over all the, how much I liked that movie type of thing. I'm right. a fan of his. Mm-hmm. So the door opened to do the rehearsal and uh, the studio was there. We're doing blocking for the studios and the cameras <laughs> and the door opened and he was there. And I couldn't talk. <laughs> I, I know I that feeling. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, somebody get him a PA and go rehearse with him. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. <laughs> I was th- he left me there for like 10 seconds trying to say something, man. And uh, yeah, dude, yeah. So obviously I went to the back. I shook it off and killed it. And then, and then I would see him later in town. I ran this top Hollywood. I was a doorman of this top, top celebrity-driven uh uh, nightclub and he came in once or twice with like movie premieres would have their parties there or whatever and uh and uh, uh and so i saw him around town a few times and he remembered me and, and it was cool man i i, I like that dude that was a fun show to work on have you ever gone to a store and you wanted to get some nerd decor to decorate your home but you couldn't find it maybe a dragon ball z photo on the wall or 
a My Hair Academia pot to put your flowers in. Well, I have some good news. This is Benjamin Banks from the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks podcast, and I love to tell you about Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T. Tiny T, she specializes in creating nerd decor, paintings, floor arrangements, and seasonal nerd decor for the holiday season. You can check out all of her products on the links that we provide at the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks page. And if you use the code Leveling Up, you will get 10% off. So go ahead and head over to her website and use that 10% off code and decorate your home with any type of nerd decor that you would love to put in there. You can find her on Etsy.com slash shop slash nerdy crafts by Tiny T. And again, like I said, make sure that you use that code leveling up so that way you can get 10% off of your items. Go ahead and start decorating that home. Peace. Yeah, we heard, I mean, like Trav said, that's what uh that's what Ken was telling us because you know he was on the show in the first couple of seasons and you know then he worked on it as the as the music guy too and nice. you know, he just he just always said like you know how the cast up there like how they were a family and whatnot and it was one of the first uh you know black shows on uh, mm-hmm. WB at the time because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what they were trying to push at the time it's like you know you had uh, the Parenthood the Wayans Brothers uh, the Jamie Foxx show so. It was mm-hmm. cool that you had the opportunity to work on that show. Now, I wanted to kind of go towards a different, it's a movie, but it's not horror related. And it was Drillbit Taylor. Now you were in right. that movie and that was John Hughes's last movie before he passed away. So like, how was it working on that? I, uh, uh, I got to work on it, man. And, and uh, that was when I was running that big nightclub, right? Mm-hmm. So the director would come in and then this one security guard, for the parking lot, uh, they had a security company for the parking lot, told me that he went to the screening of it. And it was, I think he was working for the company that did the screening of it. Mm-hmm. So he's, he said that my part was the funniest part, right? Just- so, so brother. Uh, so I, the director would come in and I was rolling, man. I, I was making like, I got so cold at this spot. All the celebrities was coming. I, I, I averaged about $3,500 a week for 20 hours cash, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I, and I was rolling with the blow too back then. Cause that, that's how the celebrities would, that I would be in the circle of that and do their after hour parties and all that. And, uh, so my ego was out of control. I got so cold, like it's a hundred dollars <laughs> per dude. It's a hundred dollars per dude to get in. And mm-hmm. I only touched hundreds. I didn't want no twenties and fifties and all that bullshit. It was hundreds only. Right. Cause uh-huh. I didn't want my pockets, I didn't want my pockets too puffy cause my boss would come out and touch my pockets sometime. So, uh, so so the director comes in and I'm like, yo, and he, he said, yeah, hey, Robert, da, 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 da. I was like, and then they had this dude, Big Detus, in the movie, too. And he was big, heavy dude, six, eight, about 400 pounds. He, he was more closer with those dudes. You know, mm-hmm. he, he he had a different vibe to me. He was more of a like he could. I don't want to say brown nose, but he know how to talk to people like that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Socially. And I'm not like that style. So. I said, uh, uh, I said to the dude, I said, yeah, you know, I, I heard I'm going to have, you know, I was the funniest bodyguard you had in the play or something to the director, right? Mm-hmm. Man, next thing I know, I, I it comes out, I got cut out, I'm not in them. I get residuals oh. for it. Yeah, yeah. So he uh. shut me down. And he didn't like the way I said it either. You know what I mean? I said it, and he was cool with Big D. He was, Big D would bite on him, and they'd bite back and forth or whatever and go inside, and... Uh, uh, he didn't like my get down, and uh, I got shut down on that. I'm, I'm not in that. Wow. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I, I still got the credit, but uh, my scene got cut out. 
Yeah, man, that always sucked because, um, you know, one of our actor friends, Renes Rivera, uh, he was just in the new Hugh Jackman movie. Uh, try, what was it called? Remember, Reminiscence. Remembrance, right? Yeah. Reminiscence. Reminiscence. And he was in the movie and like they they show him like in one of the scenes, but it's like you wouldn't know it was him, you know, unless uh, you knew it was him. And then he was just like, he was supposed to be in the next scene. And then his scene got cut from the movie. And it's just like, you know, he tells us all the time about like how uh, he does these roles and then his scene gets cut. Like he was just in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And he was supposed to be in the first episode and the scene got cut. But at least they made up for it by having him throughout the rest of the series. But I know in Hollywood, it can suck when you have the best scene, you know, you hear good things. And then that scene just gets removed from the movie because the director feels that. Uh, I, you know, it's this political, man. And, and I didn't play the game that right. You know, mm-hmm. I made crucial mistakes, not doing devil's rejects, et cetera, uh, uh, in my career. But one thing is for sure. There's always time for a comeback. So in the independent society, they have these non-union movies. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been saying no to them for a minute, waiting on the big swing. So nowadays, the big swing, you get like, the average is like a day and a half to learn 10 pages. And that's not enough time for me because I'm not going to stop my get down with my daughters to do that. Yeah. So what I've elected to do, going to conventions for seven years and seeing how people roll and like I've seen some people progress because of independent films. And I've seen an independent film called Terrifier hit the independent scene super hard. So I've done a couple where I'm in it for a minute, but uh, I've, so I, I've, I let the union know I'm going to do that and I'm fight court now. And so I don't get to vote for who's going to be this. And I never did anyway. And then I don't get the free DVDs anymore, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I got this movie I'm going to drive called Locked In. I got, um, uh, and I write the whole shit out, you know, oh, 50 nice. pages, 50 wow. that I'm in. So th- this dude in Locked In, he, uh, uh, he's a dirty motherfucker, man. And uh, <laughs> re- really, 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 really dirty. Like, like kidnapping and torture and rape and, yeah. and uh, uh, Drano and like that. Drano. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yeah. and, and I love I love it that you guys are laughing about it because I felt a little strange at first and then so I've shared with you know some people that really like horror movies and I've seen some gross ones gross ones you know the uh and what's it internal inferno uh where they're in green, in, inferno. Oh, green inferno oh my god oh yeah that's my Roth that movie brutal oh my god right yes, sir. so <laughs> so and people like it so uh I'm I'm gonna kill this motherfucker and, uh, and I want to get something equal to uh, Terrifier because my main goal, like I was waiting on Black Widow and fight Spider-Man and all that bullshit. <laughs> I, I messed up. I had a couple swings. I messed them up. So I'm going to just kind of back up a little bit if it is that and uh, feed this horror fan base, man. And uh, I, I'm, right. super exci- I'm, I'm super excited about it, man. I'm super excited about it since I'm, since I'm in, it, in the game to win it anyway with the mm-hmm. uh, convention scene. Uh, some were more popular than others. The one I met you at was was wasn't the top, but it wasn't the worst. But then mm-hmm. some of them are really good, man. Monster Mania, et cetera, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and so Texas Frightmare. We have one out here, uh, Midsummer Scream, uh, uh, where I get to cake up pretty good. So, so uh, yeah, so that's the new angle, man. And and uh, when it hits, man, I'm definitely want to get 
do a shout out with you guys and get oh, another for sure, interview man. and see what you think oh, yeah. about it, man. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, we definitely yes. love to review it, man. And you know, to piggyback off of what you were saying about Terrifier, because we had uh, David Howard Thornton and Jenna Canal up here, and both of them are awesome that. people, nice people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like how you said, that movie came out and it blew up, especially once it got on Netflix. So hopefully your movie gets on Netflix and it blows up because like you said, like the independent scene is where it's at, man. I mean, it's like a good you move see- to make, especially in horror. Mm-hmm. Very go, good. Oh, go ahead, D. Go ahead. Floor no, I just, floor, um, I just wanted to say that the horror scene is a great scene to be on. Um, it's something you worked in and uh, independent films, man. That's one of the best to be in as far as I'm concerned, because you just, People find gems all the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, shout out to I've been you, saying man. No, I, I've been saying no for a minute, you know, because of the whole SAG thing or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, 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 I, you know, I got two girls to feed. And, yeah. and like y'all said, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the, the history of it with, uh, with House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm tired of saying no. Yeah, hey, so, and I think I'm glad you stopped saying no, man. Because, um, uh, hey, people find I'm these harmers. I'm super excited about it, man. I, I worked last night. And this is this is an honest uh, this is an honest vibe I'm gonna share with y'all. So my last big piece was Westworld, yeah. right? Now I'm just this big minotaur, and I'm yeah. fighting the dude from X Men and and, and uh, Ed Harris and everything, mm-hmm. and he was so cool. And I worked on it for a week and a day, right? Yep. And, and then uh, 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 Anthony Hopkins was was in the lunchroom. Yeah. I didn't go say anything to him because I'm not one of those dudes. But it was cool to even. Look at that dude yeah, in real man. life, yeah. right? Because he's a cold mother. Mm-hmm. Man, he's a cold mother. <laughs> so, so, uh, I love so, it. so, how they how they treat you on those big ones? It's cool. You get the trailer. You know, you need this and that, and the food and everything is just so cool, right? But on the indies, you you don't get that. Yeah. But so, but that's okay because I, I I don't need that. You know. But but the main thing that I like, and, and it, it feels the same, honestly. It feels the same way. The, the moments between action and cut, and you pretending like somebody else—that—that's mm-hmm. that—that's uh, a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Like it feels fun, and 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 you know. So basketball was cool. You blow the whistle, you jumping in this game <laughs> time, and people trying to get to you. Mm-hmm. That was a good sensation. And, and and acting is different, but you still have kind of the same level of intensity because you have to make your mind someone else. And usually I'm a mean guy, but I'm not really mean unless you f- with me. <laughs> so you, I know that's you, right. You have to pretend like you have to pretend like you're mean, and and it's just fun, man. It's it's fun. So so I I I like it. I got tired of saying no because they they ain't picking me enough. So I'm, I'm gonna tear these independent things up for sure. I can't wait. I'm excited. I can't wait to see your work. Hey hey, hey we support wait. everybody that we have up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks because we like Olive Garden. When you here, we family. uh, (laughs) that's right good good good. but no but i i do like that i mean it's just like you know the independent scene in wrestling it's like it's uh you're more hands-on when it comes to stuff and especially like with you going to the cons and everything and you know you're meeting all of your fans and then you could promote your work there that's right it's like Mm -hmm. some like sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just like you know when it comes to like wrestling in the bigger leagues and stuff you know some of those guys they only get to see the fans if they go to like a like a cricket wireless or something like that right, and right. even with that it's like they're on you know time constraints whereas when you go to these cons or like on the indies and stuff or if you come to an indie wrestling show you know you get to talk with the fans take pictures with them you know 
uh, Rob, you already know, it's just like people come up to the table, you make money like that. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. Uh, yeah, so, so you you know, it, it's definitely financially a drop down because there's no residuals, right. but you get to work more. And then I've got colleagues that uh, that I I want to say maybe admire, uh, Kane Hodder mm-hmm. and, and, and Bill Mosley, yeah. you know? Legends. And they, and they do it. And, and they do it, right? And they're good dudes, too. They're, they, you know, we go out to eat and. Kane is super cool. Mm-hmm. Bill is cool, and, and they do it. And and uh, uh, and and so like my friends that are a little bit closer to me, they're like, "Dude, what the f- you waiting on?" I'm like, "You know, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to fight Spider Man. I don't give a f- about all that." <laughs> and, then, and then they're like, <laughs> "So I got a buddy I buy water from. He's like, you know, a year later, he's like, man, dude.'" And I'm like, "Yeah, no, it's gonna happen." Then so it's been about three years, and he's like, "He's like, dude," and I'm like, "Yeah, no." Oh, I know I'm going to do it. He's like, by time. Come That's on, right. dude. Come on. And, 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 and so, it, but it's still fun. It's just that, you know, it, there's no exactly. residuals. But, mm-hmm. uh, 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 but, but it's still all good because you get that, that thrill of, of, uh, of action and cut mm-hmm. and, and pretending like you're somebody else. So I'm, I'm excited about it, man. My dude just texted me. He's leaving. He'll probably be here in 10 minutes. But uh, uh, I'm, 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 I'm excited learning this dude. It's called Locked In. We're going to Shalin Lowry. She's fairly popular in the horror society. She's my mother. Uh, uh, one of my victims kind of slips away and, and grabs her and cuts her. So I get to cry. And, uh, uh, you know, so I go from one extreme being kind of pimpish and going into the strip joint that my buddy runs and, and grabbing one and, and then negotiating with this deal with this dude on the black web to, yeah. you know, get some of my I can't wait to see this. Yeah, I can't wait to see this. It's sound fire. 50 out of 80 pages. Flip it over to where this mother uh, slips away and slits and, and gets my mom, and I'm crying. It is so, uh, uh, and like you say, some one of them could be a gym, and that's then right. One of those big, one of those big shop mother see that shit mm-hmm. and say, you know what? Who, who's this? Who's this creepy looking big ass? Uh, <laughs> we need, and we need to put him in the next Spider Man movie. That's let's, right. Let's, let's oh see, God, he got to fight Spider Man. Let's see if he can do some. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm over Marvel now, but let, let's see if he can do some Get Out or something. Yeah, you know, hey, never know. And you can always, you can yeah. always be in the next uh, Batman movie. You know what I'm saying? You never, never know. know. That's right. There, there's, there's some huge, uh, big budget horror things. Yeah, too, yes, there. You know yeah. I mean? So. It's it's just a huge community, man. The Walking Dead yep. that would have been good mm-hmm. the first five years. Oh, yeah. So Hell that yeah. shit was heavy. Mm-hmm. So uh, so yeah, man. I'm just super excited about feeding this uh, independent fan base, horror film film fan base. That's right. And uh, life is good, man. And that's, that's what right. it's all it's good, about. Guys. So uh, yeah, we're not gonna keep you uh, that much longer. But before we let you go, D, he always has his final question. He, yeah, and he I only got one guess. for you, Rob. He got now, one for you. Give it up to me, dog. Give hey, it up. It's, it's, it's October, man. It's, it's Christmas in October. So I'm gonna uh-huh. tell you like this: Do you have or did you have a favorite horror movie growing up that really stuck that stuck with you or like scares you? Anything? Good question. I'm gonna tell you a few. <laughs> in, in horror, in horror. I like it if it could be realistic, right? Mm-hmm. I, I like you see, if you look at it and you think, damn. So then like you're walking in the fog and you think about that movie from the 70s, mm-hmm. the fog. Right. Say, the original. Damn, you can uh-huh. ride my bike on the bike path a lot. It'll get foggy sometimes. I'm kind of looking around like this. Damn right. Come, you're only seeing like 15 feet away, you know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then so so my favorite one from when I was a little boy and it stuck with me and it's still an awesome movie. I think it came out in 78. Mm-hmm. 
and that would be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, classic. That's a, a classic. Easy class. The way that movie starts off, mm-hmm. you know, when I was a kid, I thought it was a documentary. Yeah. yeah. Like, you would think it. Yeah, you would think it was. Class, nice, da, 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 da. I'm like, so after that movie, I'm like, well, one thing is for sure. I really thought it was true. I'm not going to Texas. Like, <laughs> hey. I'm not going to Lebanon <laughs> and I'm not going to Texas. Right? Hell yeah. So uh, that's my favorite. And then like, and, and I, I say like, Halloween, like the first Halloween was shit, the music and classic. everything, and, but I just Another. didn't like the end where Obama classic, right? So I'm talking about movies <laughs> yeah. when I was a little boy. Yeah. So I just didn't like the end when when the dude got right. up because if you hit him with a, I think that was a, a 38. It sounded like mm-hmm. a special 38 spray. Like it had some meat to the to the shots when he shot him and he fell over the thing and went out fell out on the ground yeah. like that. He wasn't supposed to, so when, when they, the Friday the 13th, when they get up, when they take a couple bullets and keep moving, then it just, it it just makes me not like it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. Is that realism for you? Yeah. I like it. The Walking Dead, I was immer- immersed into it until they brought the tigers. And I'm like, oh, that yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. it I'm kind of thinking that zombies could be real and the special effects makeup was was shit. And when Carol shot the girl, the twin oh, yeah, yeah. girl that, uh-huh. that was kind of, that's when I got hooked. My girlfriend was digging. I was like, whatever. Now I'm watching in the background, trying to play cool with her to have fun with her. And then uh, uh, I saw that scene with Curl. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I got to back it up and watch it from the very beginning. This is happy. <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 so so I, I, I do. And, and, and what's that? What's the movie with Eleven? Uh, the oh, show. Stranger Things? Uh, Stranger mm-hmm. Things. My little girls like that. I like that show. But um yeah, I got to say my all-time favorite is is uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre, the first one. And the second one, I didn't appreciate, but doing conventions with Bill and everything, and chop, chop, chop. Yeah, the second one's I'm my like, favorite. Because it's, it's not even the same this, movie. Right? It's not yeah, even like a follow-up. Yeah. It's, it's like they redid thing. the first one, but made yeah. it crazy. Hell yeah. And, and, and the then the they comedy, put a love story in it. And they put the love story. <laughs> the com- exactly, with the chainsaw <laughs> and uh, Caroline Williams. Uh-huh. So... So I didn't understand the the uh, comedy and horror right. until Corpses because we have comedy in yeah. that, and then uh, uh, and then so now I revisited uh, two, which is absolutely nothing to do with the first one, and, and I and I like it because because Top Top he delivered, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, uh, Leatherface was pretty heavy on that one too. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank, yeah. thank you so much. Thank well, you. guys, mm-hmm. I'm in. Man, it's such a such a pleasure. You guys have a cool vibe, and uh, thanks for having that screen flickering to some of my best photos. Hey, you're background. welcome. Hey, hey, every photo is we, your best yeah. photo. And every that's photo right. is your best hey. photo. That's right. So before we let you go, let everybody in social media land know where they can find you at. Hey, what's up, guys? Robert Mukes. I've got a robertmukes.com website. It's pretty cool. It's got some good shit on there. <laughs> and then it's I, I keep it simple, man. Just my name, right? Yeah. Robert, uh, right. lower hashtag or whatever it is, and then Mukes. And that's the Instagram. And then my Facebook is just my name. So that's how you do it. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Ain't no special uh, hero killer or horror, <laughs> horror, <laughs> hero. Oh no, horror big oh, man no. or whatever. <laughs> Six ten killer. It's just my name. Yeah, right. Good. That would be a cool one. Hey, but yeah. thanks, thank you so much, Robert. Guys, hey, I'm, another another stop. I'm trying another to find Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> another one in the books, guys. This is the spooky season for leveling up with Benjamin Banks, and like D just said. 
my man is trying to fight Spider-Man. Yeah, and that. I'm trying to fight need, Spider-Man. <laughs> we need everybody that listens to Level Up with Benjamin Banks to go on Twitter, tag Tom Holland, and say, we got two guys that we want to see fight you. Robert Allen Mukes and Renes Rivera. Mm-hmm. Book it. Because, hey, Renes is going to be Rhino. But who 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 can Robert play? Who can Robert Alamute play in? Uh, in hey, he's pretty big, man. I'd give him Scorpion. That's what she said. Hey, I would give him Scorpion or Shock. Uh, Shocker's not that tall, but I would definitely go Scorpion. Uh, who who else? Tombstone. I, Tombstone would be sweet. Off the top, I was thinking Scorpion because he's already big. You give him a sweet suit. Scorpion's pretty tall as far as villains go. So yeah, yeah. Hey, I had to hop on that one. Hey. Hey, I thought, thought Trav was about to drop one out of nowhere for it. Hey, well, I mean, I mean it, don't, be... it, it don't necessarily have it don't necessarily have to be a Spider-Man villain. It could be somebody from true. the X. It could be somebody from the X-Men that crosses true. over into like. Uh, hey, I mean, he could be Sabretooth. I mean, he could do it. I mean, he's who, big. Yeah, he's yeah, got the size for it, man. So it's, it's pretty. I mean, I was thinking uh, Kevin Nash the whole time we were in the interview. Bro, I told oh, look. Course. Man, like this dude, he reminds me of Kevin Nash, and Trav was just like, like how so? And I was just like, you gonna see? And D, well, I'm glad like, that you brought that up because he does remind. Yes, like if they were ever to make a, like a, a Kevin Nash biopic or something like that, like he could play Kevin Nash For in the sure. biopic. Like I could definitely, especially Kevin Nash when he was in uh, Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like he, bro, yeah, yeah, he could play that. But uh, yeah, with that being said, thank you everybody for listening to this brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. We're keeping the spooky season rolling. D, let them know where they can find you at the social media land. It's going to be rebellious, double underscore D23, Instagram.com. Trav? Hey, I'm just happy my man hit him with the ooh, hit him with the spooky noise. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, man, I'm on the Instagram at ZK Audio. You can find me on Twitter at Mm T-R-A-V-I-O-S-Z-K, where you can also find me on the letterbox. Come get these movie reviews. And of course, man, where they gonna find podcast number one hero cracking his neck, breaking a sweat. Where they gonna find him? And actually, when Robert was talking about that earlier about cracking your neck, like that's what I actually just did. And you can find me, your hero Benjamin Banks, at King Benji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. Thank you again for watching this. Oh, uh, not watching, but listening to this brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Make sure that you check out all the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Make sure that you check out our YouTube, subscribe to it, like all of our videos, share them everywhere on social media at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. We have a Patreon. If you're feeling generous and would love to donate to us, it is at Leveling Up Banks. Thank you to all of our patrons who donate to us. We really appreciate you because it helps us put candy in the buckets so that way when kids come up to the door and say trick or treat, we can give them candy instead of giving them candy apples. So with that being said, (laughs) stay positive. Keep that pinky up. Stay safe this spooky season. Watch horror movies. Check out Rob's movie when it comes out. And uh, stay positive. We'll see you next time on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Peace.